Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored, brought to you weekly live uh, on Block Talk Radio. Today's topic are are men, men in name only, and does electromagnetic field and your microbiome, are they affected? Does the EMF affect your microbiome? So, ladies and gentlemen, this program contains general medical information. Medical information heard in this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And we open this program with an attitude of gratitude because we know grateful people are happier, less depressed, less stressed, and they are more satisfied with their lives. And we have to work at that every day. We have to work at this this gratitude. We have to be thankful. Uh, we have to thank people in real time, make them know that we do appreciate them. We have to meditate on it. And it will be a gateway to your overall happiness. And you can focus on small things, you know, like a hot cup of coffee. You know, clean sheets coming out of the dryer on a cold evening that are nice and warm. A catch-up phone call from a dear old friend. The smell of a dinner. Just start paying attention and let yourself feel the wonderment. It will influence your life. Ladies and gentlemen, last week we had Bill Safer from Alexa, E-L-I-X-A, on the program talking about colloidal silver. And it was a great program, and if you haven't had a time, there'll be episode two of season five. You should listen to that. Uh, his discount offered to our listeners of 10% goes away tonight. Uh, just put in, uh, go to his site, alexa.com. And if you're interested in anything over $49, uh, put in drron, Ron, and you'll get 10% discount and free shipping. Uh, it's a big deal, especially with the 
uh, so-called flu season and everybody sneezing and coughing. And this uh, the colloidal silver can be taking it, taken internally as well as sprayed on surfaces. If you're traveling, spray on the seat on the tray tables in front of you. Uh, spray your hands with it to protect yourself from getting sick. So that's Alexa.com. So, ladies and gentlemen, we we are this season, this year, want to educate you so that you indeed can become the CEO of your own body, so that you can have the knowledge to make good decisions. You know, you hear in the news, uh, four people died, five people died, and they're going to spend a million dollars finding out why. But do you know, doctors write over four billion prescriptions for drugs in America around 13 for each man, woman, and child. You know how many deaths are from the properly prescribed drugs? Well, let's let's look at what uh, a book called Death by Modern Medicine says by Dr. Carolyn Dean. She's actually the one, I think, that came up with the, and reviewed the statistics and, and revealed that uh, the medical establishment is the third leading cause of death in the United States. So Dr. Dean talks about how for well over a century, the treatment of symptoms with drugs has dominated the definition of healthcare. And as I have said, a pill for every ill. It's delivery scheme to manipulate it. It's a paradigm that's been packaged and sold through the insurance industry Direct to consumer drug advertising, the influence of influencing of physicians and healthcare providers through gifts and honorarium, etc., and intense, intense lobbying. In 2000, Dr. Bar- Barbara Starfield published a paper showing 225,000 Americans die each year from iatrogenic causes. What does that mean? That means their death was caused by a physician's Activity is a manner or his therapy, 225,000 a year. That's in the year 2000. It's also a shame that Dr. Starfield herself died from a medical error over 10 years later when she suffered a lethal reaction to an inappropriate antiplatelet drug. And matters have not improved. One iota. Research, research published in 2013 estimated that a preventable hospital errors kill 210,000 Americans each year. 2016, in the British Medical Journal, they estimated that medical errors kill 250,000 Americans. That's an annual increase of 25,000 for Dr. Starfield's in, in initial estimates. And when you include deaths from diagnostic errors, errors of omission, failure to follow guidelines, failure to make proper diagnosis, the number of preventable hospital deaths skyrockets to 440,000 per year. Do you think we have a problem? Do you think there is a problem here? We'll go on with this at a later time, but this is, I'm going to just give you this information so that you know, take it serious so that you, you can listen to shows like this one and others 
that give you information. So ladies and gentlemen, multiple review studies have found well, let's, let's, before we go to cell phones, because this, this drives me crazy. I see so many people these things up to their head. Oh, whatever. Well, Peter Andrews is a science journalist from, from Ireland. And uh, he started, he, he wrote a paper that was interesting, caught my attention. He says that pollution, sedentary lifestyle, soy, we know soy is an estrogen-like, phytoestrogen-like product. And even social feminization have been blamed for the deepening testosterone crisis. And I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, if you've seen uh, any paper in the back sections that testosterone levels and sperm levels have been dropping. Also, core body temperatures have been dropping. And that'll be a subject of another podcast because... Dr. Broda Barnes was on top of this 34 years ago. But now the people are just noticing this. But the future of America's population depends on testosterone. So we, what's going on? And truly the man's hormone is testosterone. It would, it's what turns boys into men. We reach puberty, the testicles drastically upregulate the production of this testosterone, male hormone, and then you get your secondary sexual characteristics, which include, you know, growth of muscle and bone, deeper voice, sprouting of hair, facial hair, etc. Without testosterone, there would be uh, a lot of uh, noodle arm boys out there with high voices in the, in the, in the male choir. A new study published this month in the Journal of Sexual Medicine found that the testosterone is in crisis, at least when it comes to American millennials. Men's testosterone is generally supposed to decline naturally if you reach age 25 or 30. This shows a, a shocking decline in the levels of testosterone in young men through, throughout range levels since 1999. The authors of the study tested the serum testosterone of the blood of 4,045 men between the ages of 15 and 39. They made sure that there were not confusing factors such as age, race, or level of physical activity. Still, the results were unmistakable. In fact, they have been slashed by over one quarter in the last 20 years. And not surprisingly, the data also showed, as I said, that sperm counts falling. And, and that hasn't reported. Since the testicles produce both testosterone and sperm cells, it's probable that if we find the cause for one, it would probably be the, uh, somewhat the cause for the other. So you don't, you know don't want to keep your laptops on your lap, right? So this could be dismissed and not paid attention to. Could be a conspiracy theory, theory that you know we want to get rid of male uh, sperm and testosterone so we don't procreate in the race. But we have to identify the cause.
So what do we do? Well, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit as we go on here. Not in depth, but soy-based foods, especially baby foods. We start babies out with a lot of phytoestrogen. That would be plant-based estrogen rather than, you know, real estrogen, which comes from mammals. And who's going to study that? Who's going to pay the money to study that? So we have that starting early in life, though. We know that uh, those phytoestrogens are in that soy and soy, soy products and soy milk. Poor diets and terry lifestyle that the, the young people enjoy. They're probably contributing factors, but not everything. Just contributing. Okay. Because we all, you know, the study that I just mentioned also account for basal uh, metabolic. Uh, they did a BMI uh, to to measure the fat content. So we have some feminization of society. Interesting hypothesis, difficult or impossible to study because it's not politically correct. Uh, there's a lot of uh, politically correct stuff saying about women in the medical force and all and that. But why in America? Why are we getting it? No one is not showing up anyplace else. Is there different? Are we eating different uh, foods than everyone else? Are we eating differently than Western Europeans? So we have to wait for some studies out of Europe also. Make no mistake, this is bad news. Why? Low testosterone is linked to a range of negative health outcomes. It's even associated with a higher risk of death. Of course, a lower risk of fertility. So one who didn't know better might say that plummeting testosterone levels are at once the cause of and a perfect metaphor for the existential crisis in American masculinity. So it got me thinking about this. And everyone knows how I feel about uh, electromagnetic fields. So I come across a, uh, another article that reviewed our studies. And multiple studies have found that cell phone radiation damages sperm. In 2016, a study looked at 27 different scientific studies investigating the effects of radio frequency radiation of the type emitted by cell phones on the male reproductive system. The researchers found that 21 of these studies reported some kind of negative impact of the radiation exposure. Another study analyzed 10 more studies, and 1,500 samples found that cell phone exposure was associated with a descent in sperm motility and a decline in sperm viability. So the sperm didn't swim as good, and they died faster. Then other studies have linked everyday electromagnetic field devices, such as cell phones, and cordless phones, smart meters, Wi-Fi, cell phone towers, a long list of diseases. And we'll be talking to a gentleman about these, especially brain tumors. If you can get rid of your cell phone, you're probably going to decrease your chance of getting a brain tumor by 40%. Leukemia, fibromyalgia, Alzheimer's disease, 
Parkinson's, multiple sclerosis, cancer, diabetes, arthritis, rheumatism. There's a bioinitiative report from 2007 and 2012, which, which reviewed over 3,800 studies showing adverse biological effects from low-level electromagnetic field exposure. Low-level. So no wonder our, our, we're getting some fetishization of our men. And then talk about diet. Anybody heard about Burger King's Impossible Burger? I bet you have. Well, yeah, I'm going to give you some statistics on, on this in a second. But I wanted to uh, just, just put it in, in perspective about the, the, the estrogen. They're incredible because a Burger King veggie burger, the Impossible Burger, has 44 milligrams of estrogen. What's the average birth control pill have? 30 to 40 micrograms. So the Impossible Burger has 47,000 times more estrogen than a birth control pill. How about that for controlling the population? And guess what? It has 18 million times more estrogen than the regular Whopper. Do I have your attention? So Burger King's impossible burger may cause men to grow breasts if eaten in sufficient quantities. And there, you could, you could just look this up on the internet. You only save about a, a few calories, maybe 5% less calories. Uh, the rest of it, it is just awful for you. It doesn't really have all the essential amino acids. They're in there, but they're not in the ratio that would be good for health. It doesn't look like meat. It's vegetable-based, a product of genetic engineering. And I could go on and on and on about the, all this estrogen in this in this product. Okay, but again, it, it ties into today's topic about testosterone. You get a lot of men eating this, this burger, and it's going to affect their testosterone levels. They're not going to be them. The, they're not going to develop all male characteristics. They're not going to have erections as strong. They're not going to be able. To, their, their sperm fertility and viability are going to decrease. I mean, does that make any sense? You could get paranoid about that. You could get say, well, what? what uh, What's going on? And these electromagnetic fields, there are a million articles coming out. And you know what? These EMFs are especially harmful to your eyes and, and testicles. Why? Because of the relative lack of available blood flow to get rid of the excess heat load. And it's been proven in the laboratory. Where radiation, uh, radio frequency radiation can cause cataracts in rabbits and Temporary sterility lowered sperm count and motility, like we talked about. Okay, cataracts and low motility from and low testosterone. You know, and when we talk about EMFs in a future podcast, we'll talk about how it can affect your your, your brain just by standard cell phones. How could it affect the cognition of your brain? You'll you have slower response time. Okay. So we have 
the diet. We have EMF. We have sedentary lifestyle. We have endocrine disruptors. What are they? Well, they're chemicals uh, that are either in food or even clean products or, or products that you use in the shower that can mimic hormones. There's no end to the tricks these disruptors can cause and play on your body. It can even make your body increase production of certain hormones. They can decrease production of others, turning one hormone to another. They can tell cells to die prematurely. They can compete with essential nutrients. They can accumulate in organs that produce hormones. So there's a, a, a website called EWG, Environmental Working Group. It's a Nonprofit EWG.org. And you know what? Some of the worst hormone disruptors are BPA. And how, how much have we talked about that? Okay, you can find it in canned food because the cans are lined with BPA. You've heard of the dioxins, they're formed in a lot of processes when chlorine and bromine are burned in the presence of carbon and oxygen. They're not long-lived, but they build up in your body. Atrazine, another horrible, toxic chemical like Roundup. How to avoid it? Well, you have to try and, when possible, buy organic produce and trust that it is organic. And, and get a drinking water filter that removes atrazine. And phthalates. So, You know, they, uh, they've been around. They're in almost everything, and you have to look for them. You know, it, it's it's totally normal and healthy for about 50 billion of your cells to die every day. What studies show that phthalates can trigger what's called death-inducing signaling. Guess where? In the testicles making the cells die earlier than they should. Cell death in your man's parts. How's that? If that's not enough, phthalates have been linked to hormone changes, lower sperm count, less mobile sperm, birth defects in the male reproductive system, obesity, diabetes, and thyroid irregularities. You wonder why we have so many hormonal problems? How do you avoid phthalates? Well, one one way is to start avoiding plastic food containers and plastic wrap made from PVC, and that would have a a number three label. And personal care products contain phthalates. That's called, that's spelled P H T H A L A T E S. So please read the labels. Sometimes it's it's a, it's called a fragrance. It's a catch-all term, which means hidden phthalates. So, again, how do you avoid it? Find phthalate-free personal care products. And perchlorates, well, they're in your drink of water, and the only way to avoid them is have a filter. 
lead, arsenic, mercury, Teflon. You know, it's how do you avoid that? Well, skip nonstick pans. Teflon is a hormone disruptor. So, what am I saying? You want to be healthy, especially men, you want to keep your testosterone level high. You have to avoid these type of shampoos and, and, and deodorants and fragrances that have phthalates in them because you're getting a lot of stuff in the environment and you're probably obese and you're not working out enough. And that's all you need is, is more uh, products that decrease your testosterone. And you know, you're going to get if you are, if you're a vegetarian, you're getting a ton of estrogen in your foods because beans and grain, beans and beans and seeds are no more than mini uteruses or mini uteri loaded with estrogen. Flaxseed leading the list. If you ever go to, to a website, go to drwong.us, drwong.us. And look at his phytoestrogen food sources. You'll be surprised. You'll be really surprised. So, these endocrine disrupting chemicals can lead to a lot of effects. We're talking about men, but can also lead to polycystic ovary syndrome in women. And it, you know, there's 85,000 chemicals out there, you know, including a trickle sandwich. Thank goodness you don't see too much now in the in the hand sanitizers. 85,000 manufactured chemicals in use in the United States, found every place. Like I say, actually now even in the tap water. You know, it does, we were talking about men's testosterone. Research has also showed that these endocrine disruptors are involved in a lot of other health problems. Overweight, diabetes, neurological, breast cancer, reproductive disorders, osteoporosis, Parkinson's, prostate and thyroid disorders, and cancer. So they really do a job on you, ladies and gentlemen, because they affect your endocrine system, which means the female ovaries, the male testicle, the pituitary gland, fibroid gland, the adrenal gland, the thymus, the parathyroid, the pancreas. They're all involved with these chemicals and these disruptors, just as they're called, they're, they disrupt. There is an article I read that said that it's estimated that these hormone-related products cause health care costs of $340 billion. Just in the United States, $217 billion in the EU. And we're not even, we get close to these, these chemicals, how they disrupt the microbiome. We'll talk a little bit about that in the next segment. Okay, because the microbiome is going to learn over the next few weeks how important it is and how it is, it is just terribly important for you to keep uh, your uh, gut microbiome functioning properly. And one last thing before we leave, 
lead testosterone. Dr. George Espinosa of the Lingone Medical Center in New York had an interesting article on does testosterone cause prostate cancer. He makes an interesting point where testosterone is highest at age 30, decreases 2% a year after that. Why aren't we seeing prostate cancer when the testosterone is high? Sounds like a, a reasonable art, art, argument, right? But there's good and bad testosterone. There's testosterone, and then there's dihydro-DH testosterone. And they think that is the bad, that is the baby, that as we get older and with all the estrogen in our diet, that's the one that causes cancer and testosterone levels decrease. So that brings me to another point. There's a difference today, and we have to be sure we, we tell our physicians there's a difference between what is normal and what is optimal. Okay, because normal tests are derived from sick people. So you want your test to be optimal. So you gotta have a testosterone level, you guys, that, that's 300. You need deciliters per, per, per milliliter. Okay, but optimal is six to 800. We'd rather have a testosterone level of a 30-year-old rather than a 70 or 80-year-old. So natural doesn't mean safe, and normal doesn't mean optimal. Try and keep that in mind as we go through this educational series over the next few weeks. Okay, it's real important for you. All right, let's just take a, you know, uh, Dr. Ron has a uh, office in Naples, Florida, called Rejuvenations, and... Uh, he has, among other things that he does beside the red light wall, he does a cryosauna treatment. It's a three-minute treatment. And it's cold, no doubt about it, minus 275 degrees Fahrenheit. I'm not going to kid you, but at the end of three minutes, you want to do a dance. Your fibromyalgia pain, your pain from a, a joint replacement, amazing. It's more than one treatment. Don't get me wrong. It's not an absolute miracle, but people are just responding well. So let's just take a, a minute here as late as that. This is Dr. Ron Repesey of Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa, your place to chill at 239-658-COOL. If you've not heard of whole body cryotherapy and suffer with back pain, joint pain, arthritis, fibromyalgia, or you're an athlete that wants quick recovery from sports injuries, then come chill with us at Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Sauna. Cryospa treatments take only three minutes and are supervised by physicians. Sessions are one-on-one in a private environment. Each treatment can also burn five to 800 calories. As seen on Dr. Oz, Cool Cryospa is truly amazing technology. <laughs> Let's hear what Dr. Kurt Biggs, a well-respected orthopedic surgeon in Naples, has to say about Cool Cryotherapy. Hi, I'm Dr. Biggs of the Joint Replacement Institute. Since I started applying the Cool Cryosauna, my patients are healing much quicker and athletes are seeing quick recovery. I recommend this procedure for my surgery patients and athletes. Call Dr. Repesy now to schedule your Cool Cryo trial session. 239-658-COOL. 239-658-2665. Located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in the Noodles Italian Bistro Plaza. Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa. Come chill with us. So that's a cryo spa, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not in the Florida area, you, you, and, uh, you look around one, uh, really is an incredible experience. Uh, reset some of your mitochondria, the, the workhorses of your body. Uh, it is absolutely incredible. So ladies and gentlemen, please be careful of your cell phones and your Wi-Fi. 
Okay, there's not a day that goes by that, that more more information about how deleterious this is. And then one day is not going to affect you, but it is cumulative, especially at night. You want to turn those routers off because you, know, you make a cell phone call and hopefully it's a five minutes or so, but you know, you're sleeping eight hours a night probably. Okay. All right. Before we go there, let me just, uh, we always want to talk about how to naturally increase your testosterone. Okay. First of all, if you think you have a testosterone problem, you should be uh, treated with a, by a healthcare provider. One that knows about physiology of hormones. Not necessarily an endocrinologist, but a naturopathic physician, someone that understands how to compound a, 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 a testosterone product. Okay, you should, because you need to have your uh, hormones checked on a regular basis once you're on uh, testosterone replacement. And uh, most all men will benefit by testosterone replacement, especially if you have some erectile dysfunction. It will help you. So just briefly, what things can you do to increase your testosterone naturally? Well, the first thing you could do is, is supplement your diet with zinc. Okay, And your, your physician will give you the doses that is needed. But it's an essential dietary mineral, mineral that's been associated with testicular depression and low testosterone levels. And you can get it from your diet, but you should... Uh, Keep that in mind. Zinc helps your immune system and your testosterone level. Magnesium, number two. Studies have shown that magnesium intake affects testosterone and total insulin-like growth factor. Okay. And as we get older, there's a decline in these, these hormones. Right? So you might want to start talking with your physician about substituting and getting a supplement of magnesium. And please watch your weight. Weight gain uh, is related to a lot of chronic conditions. Okay, so you want to watch your weight. Number four, you want adequate doses of vitamin D. Now, you just don't want normal vitamin D. You want optimal blood levels of vitamin D. You want to be up in the 70 range. Any, if your normal physician will say you're 25 or 30 on your vitamin D test, you're fine. Well, that's in the normal range for some people, but you want to be optimal. You want to be up in the 50 to 70 range. That fifth thing, you can't believe what a good night's sleep will do for you. A good, high-quality sleep. If you're not getting that, your testosterone level is going to go down. It's been studied. Okay, I'm not making it up. So zinc, magnesium, we control vitamin D and adequate quality sleep are important for testosterone production. So what do we know about the microbiome? Does anybody out there know what I'm talking about? Well, the microbiome is a collection of Bacteria, fungi, and viruses, they live in your gut, called the microbiota or the gut microbiome. And let me go to my calendar. I'm going to have an expert uh, talk about this, Ross Pelton, on February 11th. He's made a life study of it. And we're going to talk about the microbiome and things that make it better and things that destroy it that you're not even aware of. 
The gut is so important. 80% of our immunity there. It communicates with the brain. You know, if you have an imbalance in your gut, bacteria, you can get diabetes and obesity, maybe even heart disease, liver disease. Get any idea how much bacteria are in your gut, ladies and gentlemen? 10 to 100 trillion bacteria. Estimated to weigh up to one kilogram, which is almost a half a pound. Probably as, almost as many bacteria as, as cells in your body. And these cells play a really important role. They get the energy from the food that you eat. They get the nutrients from the food that you eat. They, they strengthen the gut, brain, the gut barrier. In other words, you've heard our shows on the, the leaky gut syndrome. Well, leaky gut leaves a leaky brain. Not a good thing. They strengthen the immune system. And they keep you from getting other infections. They process the bile. They degrade toxins. And they are essential for the normal functioning of organs other than gut especially the brain. It can affect your mood and your cognitive ability, how you think, how you process information. If you have a good balance of, of germs in your, in your intestine, you're going to be susceptible to infections and immune disorders and inflammation. Okay, and we're going to talk about that in February with Ross Pelton, how, how, how to best improve this microbiome. There's probably... Over 2,000 species, so you can't take them all. They all can't be grown in a lab at one time, so I'm going to tell you about that. What I want to just warn you today is that cell phone radiation, I mean, there are a host of biological effects of cell phone radiation. It can affect your DNA, your cell metabolism, your blood-brain barrier, your glucose metabolism in your brain can cause stress, headaches, ringing in their ears, a hot head, fatigue. But I'm here to tell you to make sure that you know that exposure can also destroy the bacteria in your gut. So you don't want to put your phone uh, on your lap. Okay. You, know, you want to Turn off that Wi-Fi at night. And there's lots of science here, too. Lots of science. International, you know, the World Health Organization specifies electromagnetic fields as a possible human carcinogen. That means possible human cancer causer. And it can transform normal cells into cancer cells. So, the World Health Organization is probably the least biased organization for health advice and now they're saying possibly carcinogenic we already talked about how emfs are dangerous for the testes and the eyes the brain cognition okay but they also affect your gut and your blood brain barrier if you remember we had a physician on who, who told us about how mercury was a specialist in mercury and how you keep that cell phone up to your head. You don't allow mercury to get in your brain. You're going to go crazy. Not like the Mad Hatter from Dickens. It affects neurons. It can affect ADHD in kids. 
Some studies even associated with Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and ADHD. They create a stress in your body. They impair your sleep quality. So if getting a good night's sleep helps you with testosterone levels and your hormone levels, what do you think is going to happen when you're in a lot of electromagnetic fields? And, of course, the... uh, they are capable, these electromagnetic fields electric, uh, and low-frequency uh, outbursts of altering the immune response when challenged. So cell phones in order. It's also, this was interesting. They said that uh, they did a study and they showed that cell phones alter the accuracy of blood glucose monitors when within a half a meter away. I just found that interesting. So if a blood glucose monitor is near a cell phone, it could influence how that glucose monitor is, is reacting. I don't know. We, we have to look more into that. I, first time I saw that, but it struck a bell with me. It could be really interesting. And we'll talk about EMF blockers in another program, but you, know, you, just, you don't want to buy them because they might give you a, a false sense of security, uh, and then you will do the other things. All right, so look, what I want the, the point I want to make is electromagnetic fields can destroy gut bacteria. All right, and these gut bacteria are critical for your health. There's a lot of research, I'm not going into it, about vitamin uh, production from the gut, short chain acids, uh, how the gut brain acts. We're going to talk about that during the coming podcast. Interestingly enough, now, you know, when the gut microme is disturbed, it it causes inflammation. It kind of influences your mood and behavior. Can re- just lower your your resistance to stress. Can cause inflammation in your gut. Cause irritable bowel syndrome. I mean, is anybody connecting the dots here? A lot of people go to the doctor for irritable bowel syndrome. They have cramps and all. All the tests are normal. But does the physician think that electromagnetic fields could be the cause of this, and that the disturbed microbe? These bacteria in your body are, are causing the problem because you have disturbances in your gut. You're going to have it in your brain. And, and the new research is coming out with just incredible uh, that the microbiome affects your weight. And we're going to get more into that because it looks like the, the, the more they are suppressed by drugs and antibiotics heavier people are getting some researchers have argued that the gut bacteria play a crucial role in the development of diabetes interesting right we know about immunity and inflammation allergies now if 80% of your immunity is in your gut it's going to affect your allergies because people with allergies have lower gut diversity. Of those thousands of different, 2,000 different bacteria, they have less diverse mix of all them. Interestingly enough, I found a study of eight children with type 1 diabetes. They had less stable and less diverse micro, microbiome, these the bacteria in the gut, than, than healthy kids. There was also some mice studies. I, I don't I don't 
put a lot of weight in that yet. But being, you know, we have to learn more about our gut so that we can take care of it. How many people are not fatigued? Well, chronic fatigue is related to electromagnetic fields. Electromagnetic fields destroy the gut bacteria. You see how I don't think the, the regular physician is going to make that, that going to connect dots. I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. He's not going to think that the EMF is the root cause of the problem. So please, ladies and gentlemen, don't allow, allow your children to use a cell phone for calling. Limit your calls. Avoid telephoning with your phone next to your ear. Use a an air tube or use speakerphone. Try to avoid carrying your cell phone directly on your body. And if you don't have good reception, you don't have a lot of bars, don't definitely don't put that thing near your body. Okay. That, that air tube set, we don't talk enough about that, but that's really, really important for you. And please don't sleep with a cell phone on, switched on near your bedside at night. I know some have to, but try and keep it as far as possible. Uh, you don't want that electromagnetic fields around your head all night. And if you're feeling run down, you have a flu whatever, keep that thing out of the room. And I guess uh, the young kids that are texting or play have, are ahead of the game on this because texting uh, definitely beats making phone calls with their phone up by your head. Okay. So what have we talked about today? We talked about testosterone, how it's decreasing American men, how sperm counts are decreasing American men. And the cause of it, which could be diet and products and artificial chemicals in the environment, not enough exercise, uh, and what to do with that. Some natural things, but you can always find a naturopathic physician or an endocrinologist that you can work with uh, that will uh, replace your, your testosterone. Watch out for electromagnetic fields. No, only are they harmful for your testicles and your ovaries and anything on your breasts. Don't carry them in your bras. They affect the microbiome. And that microbiome, as you're going to learn in the coming weeks, is critical to your health, critical to your brain health. What more can I say about that? All right, next, so, by the way, I want to remind everybody, if you're interested in colloidal silver, Safer's uh, deal uh, by putting Dr. Ron uh, in the uh, code when you check out at Alexa, E-L-I-X-A.com, Alexa.com, you'll get 10% off and uh, no shipping if it's $49, no shipping and handling charges if it's $49 more. Phil was kind enough to do that for listeners. Uh, it is, you know, colloidal silver is antibacterial, antifungal, anti-yeast. Uh, great to use as a mouthwash. Great to spray your hair. Great for athletes' feet. It can be used for anything. It's almost too good to be true. But those silver ion particles just break down bacteria. It's good against MRSA. I mean, there's lots of articles showing that colloidal silver is good against MRSA. What is MRSA? It's this methicillin resistant staph. Deadly disease. You know, here, colloidal silver. So if you go to Alexa.com, don't forget uh, the, the 
promotions tonight, uh, Dr. Ron, uh, in the checkout. Next week, we're going to have Brian Peskin. Now, Brian Peskin is an expert on omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids. And remember, fish oils are antifreeze for fish. They're, they're there in fish to keep them from freezing up at 32-degree water. They bring them out to the surface, and they become rancid. And they're in pathological doses. And that's why none of the 2,500 studies are proven to be, show any benefit. That's why two, two drug companies have withdrawn uh, from a studies that they wanted to sell of fish oils at high doses. They don't work. They poison you. They are antifreeze. You don't need so much. You need the parent essential oils that are made from plant-based products. Now, I've talked to Dr. Peskin today. We're going to keep the program short next week, 40, 50 minutes at the most. I'm not going to overwhelm you with, with uh, so much information, but I'm going to give you the facts next week, and then you make your own decision, and two weeks later, we're going to reinforce that. And then in February, we're going to be talking about more with the microbiome with uh, Ross Pelton. We're going to have a really great guest in February, uh, Dr. Pollock, to explain the fourth phase of water, something you didn't learn in school. You did not learn about the gel phase of water. You learned about vapors, ice, and liquid. You did not learn the gel phase. This gel phase is super critical. It influences your heart. And... Uh, and I hear about him. And he trained in Philadelphia. He's living on the coast now, but he, he's, he's from the University of Penn. Really knowledgeable person. So we'll have uh, him on the program. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I really thank you for listening tonight. I uh, hope you learned something, uh, something you can act on, uh, maybe stimulate you to, to do some research on the internet. Uh, and follow us at Dr. Ron, Unfiltered, Uncensored on Facebook. And we will see you next week. Have a great week. And thank you for tuning in. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Dr. Ron, Unfiltered, Uncensored, with your host, Dr. Ron. We are here each and every week. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule. We bring you medical news that you can use. Medical news that's up to date on drug reactions and interpretation of medical articles. We also have some great guests scheduled. So thank you again. Have a great week. Listen to us on Apple, Alexa, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher. Ciao.